Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your humble host, Michael Boldea. And another week has come and gone. And, uh, well, thankfully or unfortunately, whichever side of the coin you're on, you know, I, I allow you to think freely. I cannot demand that you see things my way. But if you have children uh, and, and you want to see them grow any day that um, we're not at war with the world, or at least we're not in a world war, is a good day in my opinion. Uh, Look, at at some point, it's coming. Uh, They tried really, really hard uh, to start something. And uh, I don't, you know, I I don't have an opinion on Elon Musk, other than he's the guy that bought Twitter, now known as X, and uh, what is it? Tesla. Uh, Before that, PayPal. So he's a smart guy. And uh, News is coming out that Elon Musk uh, refused a Ukrainian request to activate his Starlink satellite network in uh, Sevastopol, which is Crimea's port city last year, to aid an attack on Russia's fleet. Uh, So if there's anyone to thank for us not being in a hot war right now, it's likely Elon Musk. Uh, which is, you know, there's humor there somewhere. Uh, Because the guy's very cerebral. Uh, If if you've ever heard him talk, uh, you'd think he was robotic. And he probably did the math. And he realized that if we did that, if if he allowed his technology to aid in destroying uh, the Russian fleet or attacking the Russian fleet, then likely he would have a hand in uh, a major act of war that would probably translate to the Third World War. Now, uh, it's not for lack of trying, because we're still trying. Uh, The more uh, things are coming out of Washington, D.C., the more certain I am that we're just going to ramp up the rhetoric, uh, because apparently uh, now uh, we're playing uh, the game of impeachment. So uh, they did it to to the orange-haired man three times. Now it's our turn. Which, look, the man shouldn't have passed a screening when he decided to run for president. All of these things, all the stuff that's coming out about him being China's lapdog, them having something on him. By the way, I know, I don't usually or often toot my own horn. Not that I have a horn to toot, but I told you this a year and a half, two years ago. He's being too generous with China. They've got something either on him or on the smartest man he's ever known, a.k.a. Hunter Crack Addict Biden. So uh, that's coming to light now. All the stuff in Ukraine, all the things he confessed to with his own mouth, because that's, that's what happens when... Uh, you're, 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 you're not only evil and criminally minded, but also kind of stupid. You brag about 
your successes in twisting the arms of other nations to benefit your son. My thing was, back way when, he came out on video and said, yeah, I picked up the phone and said, you got to fire that prosecutor or you don't get that billion dollars. There was no investigation into that. And he said it with his own mouth. So, again, I think the reason that McCartney finally decided to run impeachment hearings on Biden is that he was getting pressure. And there were a lot of guys, especially uh, in the Freedom Caucus, uh, that, that are very unhappy with his leadership because he's sort of like a Mitch mcconnell light. Uh, and, uh, you know, he finally had to do something because uh, people were making waves. They were trying to vote him out. They were trying to usurp his power, which, again. Uh, and so this, honestly, if this goes somewhere, I'd be very surprised. Let's just put it that way. Because I'm getting emails. We are finally doing it. Dude, the guy's three years into his term. The nation is in shambles. The economy's a ruin. Every decision they make is counterintuitive and counterproductive for the average citizen. But we're finally doing something. They just started impeachment hearings. They're going to drag this out until the next elections. And if he happens to win again, which, again, it all depends how many dead people decide to rise out of their graves like good old Lazarus to, to, to cast their vote for Mr. Robinette Biden. You know, they think he's one of theirs. They see him walking around shaking hands with ghosts. And they're like, hey, he's one of ours. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna win this one for Joe. So, you know, there's always more dead people than live ones, even in America, which is a relatively young country. So I'm assuming, you know, uh, he's, he's going to, the dead vote is going to be his for sure. Uh, look, again, I don't want to go back and get into politics again, because you know my position. And I've got friends that I uh, interact with on a weekly basis, and they don't like my position. Like, Mike, I wish you were wrong. And I'm like, I wish I was wrong, too. You have to understand that there's, I, I take no joy in, in telling you the way I, think, see, the way I see things. There, there's no joy in my delivery because there was a shot. This nation had a shot at being something great. And this is what we've turned it into. Geriatrics that have their three meals a day out of a cup with a straw because they don't have their own teeth anymore. People that have already given their power of attorney over to their children still in the Senate, clinging to power like, like the maverick himself, who don't know their names half the time but still are making decisions that affect you and your children and your grandchildren. And with the debt going the way it is, it's likely if the world continues to spin, I know it's flat, shut up, it's not spinning. Okay, if the world continues to be a static rock, in a thousand years we're still going to owe money off the debt that we've accumulated in the last eight years. And yes, I said eight years, because you know what? The past administration 
spent money like a drunk sailor too. The issue was the economy was good enough where they were raking in a bunch of tax dollars. People were paying their taxes and happy to do it because they were making coin. They were making el dinero, as they would say in California. Now, ain't nobody making no dinero. Mexicans are going back to Mexico of their own volition because they've been sending money over there for the last dozen years. And either Hermanito or Esposa or Mi Amor, you know, built a little hacienda somewhere by the beach. They got a little coin set aside. Why come here and work for you? When they can go back to El Mexico and live like a king while this place is falling apart. Sure, the ones that are staying are the ones that are killing kids and raping women and running around Pittsburgh or Pennsylvania or wherever they are for three, four days, and you got millions of dollars worth of police and, and, and hours, man hours and manhunts trying to capture one guy that shouldn't have been in the country in the first place. But I thought you were an immigrant. I am an immigrant today, as of today, 914. Uh, September the 14th, the year of our Lord, 2023, my wife is actually driving uh, to, to get her U.S. citizenship. She has her swearing in today. So, yes, I'm an immigrant. So is my wife. But if you understood and knew the loopholes legal immigrants have to go through to become Americans, then you would appreciate what we have such an aversion to people that cross the border illegally especially those with criminal uh, backgrounds, those that come here for one purpose, and that is to either bilk the taxpayer and make a little monis, or commit crimes. Because as of yet, Americans, I'm not talking about the, the, the Midwest, I'm not talking about Texas or Arkansas or Tennessee or Kentucky, but the peripheries, the coast. The coasts have become soft, and these people understand it intuitively. Predators understand easy prey. And so you, you go to a place like, I don't know, San Francisco or Beverly Hills. Ah, San Francisco, not anymore, because nobody likes to step in human feces, even illegal immigrants, okay? That's just a cliche. You go to a place like Beverly Hills, and you see uh, you know, little rich ladies walking their white poodles, uh, wearing, you know, 300 grand in jewelry. And you're licking your lips going, all right, two of these and I can go back to Mexico to my hacienda, to my moramor. And then that's it. So we're starting to see it already. The, 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 whole, the whole crime surge is now... <laughs> you, you can't ignore it anymore. It's unavoidable. You can't go, oh, it's not happening. I'm I'm watching videos of Walgreens, man, Walgreens, putting chains around their freezers where they have like the frozen pizza and the ice cream because of so much retail theft. Yes, they call it shrinkage. It's retail theft is what it is. And these places are shutting down. They're going to have to shut down. You cannot operate at a loss for a long time before you throw in the towel and go, this ain't worth it. And then, of course, there will be crime. That's racist. It's homophobic. No, it's not. It's a business that invested capital to start something in your neighborhood. And rather than support it, rather than go and pay the $2.99 for the frozen pizza, 
You come in with a trash bag and you steal 50 of them. You don't even own a freezer. They're going to go bad anyway, but it's the principle of the thing, isn't it? It's there for the taking, so I'm taking it. So don't cry and don't whine when there's no stores, when San Francisco looks like a ghost town. Well, all you see is, 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 is men urinating on the street corner and human feces dotting the ground as though it was like a Hershey Highway to the magic rainbow where the leprechaun has his bucket of gold don't whine and complain you did this to yourself and before you blame anyone look at the people you've elected yes the people you elected implemented laws that allowed criminals to be criminals and this is what you get welcome see and that's the problem excuse me while i sip from my delicious beverage i you're thinking to yourself you sound caffeinated already Ha ha, contraire mon frere. I've only, I'm only up to what, five cups this morning. Granted, it's only 10.13 a.m. here. Yes, it's being recorded. Uh, because there's a chance I may have to pick up my kids from school today since my wife is going for her swearing in and I have no idea how long that takes. Last time I was there, uh, when, when I did it, long ago, the memories, uh, back in like 95 or 97, somewhere around there, like really, really a long time ago. Uh, there were like 200 people and, uh, it was, it was like a one and done. Everybody, you know, got sworn in. Welcome to America. You know, some of them had translators there, which is funny to me because I, I, I come for my citizenship with my interpreter because I do not understand what you say. Why you say it? Welcome, I made it. Where is my where, where, where did my check? Anyway, so I may have to pick up the kids. That's why we we're recording today early. Uh, so if anything happens between now and this evening, well, then you understand why I didn't cover it. Pardon me while I sip. Again, coffee, black, hot, dark. You know the deal. Oh, that's good. It is good. I made I made like the smallest cup they had, and I used like four K pods. So I, I've got four miniature coffee cups in one cup because who likes brown water? I know there's a joke in there somewhere, but see, I have matured. Every day I am more mature and making less and less Beth Moore jokes. There you go. That's uh, <laughs> something. So uh, the billionaire businessman made the comment on his social media platform, X. Dun, dun. See, I, didn't, I never had a Twitter account. Now I don't have an X account. Didn't miss anything. Uh, after CNN cited an excerpt from a new biography of Musk that says he ordered the Starlink network turned off near the Crimean coast last year to disrupt the Ukrainian sneak attack. Uh, in the post on, I'm just going to call it Twitter. I don't care. I, I'm not going to call it X. It's Because uh, uh, everything has to be quantified. This is the article in the post on X, formerly known as Twitter. I'm sorry, are you writing for mental midgets? Are you writing for people with such intellectual deficiency that they don't understand that it's Twitter or formerly Twitter? This is Reuters. It's not Grandma's Weekly. It's Reuters. And you're writing as though all of your readers are either high on smack or Hunter Biden. In the post on Twitter, late on Thursday, Musk said he had no choice but to reject an emergency request from Ukraine to activate Starlink all the way to Sevastopol. He did not give the date of the request, and the excerpt did not specify it. The obvious intent being to sink most of the Russian fleet at anchor, Musk wrote. 
If I had agreed to their request, then SpaceX would be explicitly complicit in a major act of war and conflict escalation. See? Cerebral. Robotic. Two and two does equal four. Bob's still Bob even if he puts on a dress. No men can't get pregnant. And yes, this would have started a war if you'd sunk the Russian fleet, or at least the one that was parked at Zevastopol. So, and again, he's getting just flack for left and right. Because these people don't care. They're too stupid to understand. Every talking head on CNN and MSNBC and even Fox News, save for like one or two of them still. And don't, don't Sean Hannity me. I'm done. I, no. I haven't seen Sean Hannity in three, five years. I don't know. I know. I'm sure he still does karate. But other than that, who cares? He's a shill. He carries their water. I'm sure he's going to have Lindsey Graham on there because that's the thing. See, when, when, you, when you study people long enough, you begin to see their pattern. Lindsey Graham was in a little bit of hot water. He's getting manly again. Me, Lindsey. He's protecting uh, parents who are against pornographic books in libraries. He did the same thing last time when his polls were low and he was up for re-election. He started, ooh, testosterone Shut up, Lindsay. Come on. He's an opportunist. He's a politician. He's an opportunist. And he will stab anyone in the back when and if the opportunity arises. Okay? So let's not Lindsey Graham this. Let's not Sean Hannity. Done. Don't care. Uh, but every single one of them is so semi-retarded yes it's my program i can still use the word retarded i'm not using it in negative connotation as pertaining to children stop it's a word it's in the dictionary they don't understand that this would have caused nuclear war let's just get that out there if elon musk would have allowed starlink to be used to sink The Russian Navy, these people are insane. He should have done it. This would have been over. No, it wouldn't have. We'd be glowing in the dark. You, you wouldn't need those glow sticks at raves anymore. Have you ever seen those? It's all dark and all these kids with like the glow sticks. You'd be the one glowing. It'd be awesome. Yes, he did. The only thing he could do, he said, no, you're not using my technology to destroy the Russian fleet. If you think you got the ability and you think you got the conness, then go do it yourself. But what is it? Uh, I, I read something else that was hilarious because I... I <laughs> Uh, I, I told you my, my little brother's impression of Zelensky, where, uh, you know, you, you, you adopt out of the goodness and charity of your heart somebody with uh, Down syndrome, and you realize they have a mean streak and they just punch people in the face and burn things. Uh, now, uh, the latest thing to come out of the Ukraine, and this was this, this kind of fun. It's funny to me, okay? You have to understand that my sense of humor is very dark. 
it can't be anything other than very dark because I've been in ministry since I was 12 years old and the things I've heard and the things I've seen and the lived experiences that I've gone through with people that were uh, supposed uh, the epitome of righteousness. Uh, yeah, I, you can't help but have a dark sense of humor. Uh, I, I can't take everything seriously. And I can't help but have one of those senses of humor where most people go, ah, that's not right. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, I saw this somewhere. Uh, Zelensky is saying that if uh, allied money stop coming in, uh, he can't guarantee what the Ukrainian people will do. Again, for the hundredth time, the money isn't getting to the Ukrainian people. The money's getting to a handful of individuals that are going to be billionaires with a B. And when they see that the jig is up, when they see that it's almost over, they're going to start scurrying. They're going to flee to non-extradition countries, buy themselves uh, little haciendas, perhaps next to the Mexican uh, immigrants, worked in the U.S. and built themselves home in Mexico, uh, and be done. Because they're, they're finally admitting, eh, I don't think we can win this. But still, send us some more money, please. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't matter that it's throwing uh, good money after bad. Just keep doing it. Do it, do it, do it. Otherwise, we cannot guarantee what the Ukrainian people will do. Well, most of them at this juncture are willing to let the Russians have that slot of land and reject the idea of uh, Ukraine joining the European Union and NATO because that's what the whole thing is about. NATO is using Ukraine as a foil, as a cutout, to try to get as close to the Russian border as possible and, and institute NATO defense. And the Russians said, uh, no mas, as they would say in California. And that's where we are. Uh, now, there is some good news. Believe it or not, uh, Pierre Delecto, Indeed, Mittens Romney himself announced yesterday that he will not run for re-election. Those poll numbers aren't looking too hot, are they, Mittens? Huh? You thought everybody wanted to be a globalist. Now, American prophetic, uh, how long before uh, Mitt Romney takes a job with uh, the UN as ambassador or goodwill ambassador or some ridiculous thing. Either the UN or NATO or, or, or some uh, just a very laudable office that has absolutely no power. So Romney released a video explaining why he had decided and declined to run for re-election stating that he helped pass reforms such as the so-called bipartisan infrastructure bill, blah, blah, blah. The reason you're not running for re-election, Mitt, is because you realized you can't win. If a turnip ran against you in the state of Utah, you would lose to a turnip because you are 
one of the most despicable politicians this nation who is known for turning out despicable politicians has turned out. That's why you're not running. Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein are 187. Dianne Feinstein's half a robot. She doesn't know her name half the time. She thinks the stuff in her diaper is chocolate pudding. But she ain't giving up no Senate seat. And neither is Nancy Pelosi and neither are any other geriatrics that are still there. Vote for me. My new dentures are coming in and they're not going to spill out of my mouth the next time you see me. Um, what? Stop. The only reasons politicians don't run for re-election is because the polling told them that they can't win or they realize they're so unpopular, people would rather have rabies cancer. Yes, I just made up a disease. Rabies cancer. You get cancer and while you're dying, you lose your mind and start eating yourself. They would rather have that than vote for you again. That's the only reason politicians don't run for re-election. It's not to spend more time with family. It's not because they've decided they were going to write their memoirs. What? I'm a schmuck and I stole from people. Chapter one. I decided I was smarter than half the population and so ran for political office. The idiots voted for me and then I proceeded to make their lives a living hell by taxing them to the point of bankruptcy, by gaslighting them, telling them they were racist for not embracing every person in the world that wanted to come to this nation, which would coincidentally be about 4.8 billion, because, you know, the other 3.2 billion might want to stay behind and claim some of the property these people left behind to come to the land of dreams. So, yeah, no. The only reason Mittens Romney, or Pierre Delecto, as he is known in certain circles, uh, I'm, I'm waiting to see the email communiques between him and one of uh, Joe Biden's alter egos. What do you think? Pierre Delecto and one of uh, Joe Biden's fake names going back and forth. That'd be funny. I'm just saying. But these people don't look. They have power. The only reason, just to save a little face, the only reason Mitt and Romney isn't running for re-election is because he knows he cannot win, period. See, it's, it's, should I? Yeah, I'm gonna. Why not? It's a Thursday. It's a lot easier to jerry-rig a national election than it is to jerry-rig a state election. You have a large, a far larger uh, pool of numbers that you can play with. And when you start doing the math and you realize it was only, what, 70,000 votes that determined the presidential outcome of the last election, then you understand uh, that, yeah, if they can do it, they'll do it. Now, Let's get into uh, a little bit of the economy, as uh, a once famous rapper said. Uh, it's, it's economy, but then again, you know, he had the flow. You know, you know. So uh, he called it economy. Uh, he, he wanted to make his own economy. 
Well, God bless and God speed, young man. You go economy yourself into the corner. Uh, but for those of us that call it economy, uh, the numbers that came out, uh, the CPI numbers, I know. The inflation's over. Inflation's over. Thank goodness. Inflation's over. We can get back to the way things used to be when I can afford to eat and stuff like that. Well, I guess not because they, they, they keep uh, raising the interest rates and uh, the inflation numbers keep going up. And somebody, it wasn't me, I love you, but I don't have the kind of time to do the breakdown uh, because, well, I got kids to feed. And yes, I know how much a dozen eggs is at the store or a gallon of milk because I go buy it. So, uh, yo necesito feed my family. And so you could have come up with these numbers yourself. That's why I, I not the one to do it. I'm sorry. But uh, over the last three years, the consumer price index uh, began by saying that there is not one thing that has decreased in price as far as Jew, the consumer, are concerned. Uh, the, the, the consumer price index is what uh, the average Joe, you and I, uh, the numbers on a screen that are expected to fund the lifestyle of Mitch McConnell and company, um, we are the consumers. And over the last three years, medical care has gone up 4.3%. I think it's a lot higher. Apparel. That means the stuff you wear so people don't see the patchy back hairs when you walk out your door. Uh, apparel, clothing, uh, up 12.7%. But that's okay. Wages have gone up too. Yeah, only 14% though. Shelter, 17.2%. Food at home, 20.3%. Food away from home. 20.5%. New cars, 21.9%. Let's just call it, a, let's round up, 22. Uh, CPI electricity, that's uh, consumer price index as far as electricity is concerned. 24.2%. Transportation, uh, airlines, trains, you know, the things, the things. I, it's, yeah, I, I'm not flying anywhere anymore. Uh, that's it. We're going to be landlocked because uh, air, airfare prices are just ridiculous. You're, you're, you're looking at that. And I, 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 I could buy a small island with what a plane ticket costs nowadays. Why, why would I fly? Well, but then I'd have to fly to the island. I know. See, they get you coming and going. There's no winning. They want you broke so that when they finally roll out the digital dollar and digital currency, you'll have no choice but to go, okay, I, Hunter Biden's working on it, all right? There, there were like some, uh, you know, economists and some, uh, <laughs> you know, e economists and uh, uh, whatnot uh, working on it. But Joe Biden said, uh, y'all aren't the smartest people i know y'all y'all don't know economy hunter come here put the crack pipe down and come here son you got a little white something by your nose all right rub it rub it okay now hunter 
uh, we need that digital currency rollout. Get on it, son. You're my secret weapon. Uh, so, yes, uh, they need to make you broke. Uh, they, they need enough desperate people to be desperate so that uh, they'll go along with whatever they decide to do. Again, it all depends on the polling. Um, I guess they realized how bad they were doing last year, and they tried to get Elon Musk to aid and abet the start of the Third World War, but he decided not to. Uh, but let's get back to, to, to CPI numbers. Uh, because this is what matters to the consumer. This is, this, is, this is what you pay. This is what I pay. This is what every average citizen that goes to work every morning to earn a paycheck pays. So, great. Uh, wages have gone up 14%, but gasoline has gone up 73%. Great. Wages have gone up 14%, but Actual home prices have gone up 40% over the last three years. You see? So when you start doing the breakdown, that that 14% isn't much, is it? But let's get back to this. Food away from home. Who eats away from home anymore Uh, other than going dumpster diving? Anyway, (laughs) food away from home, 20.5%. CPI new cars, 21.9%. Eh, tw- let's make it even 22. Electricity, 24.2%. Transportation, we covered that. Used cars, 32.4%. So even if you wanted to buy a lemon, you'd have to pay more for it. Actual home prices, 40.2%. Gas and utilities, 34.5%. Fuel oil, for those of you living out in the country who are not connected to uh, the gas line, fuel oil up 68.1%. I'm sorry. You should learn to layer. That's what Joe Biden would say. You get your shotgun and you layer some clothes and you stand on the porch and you, and you boom, you shoot in the air and the rapist runs away. And because you almost got raped, uh, your, your heart will start beating faster and uh, you'll get warm. You're welcome. That's what Hunter Biden came up with. The smartest man, Joe knows. He's like, I told him that, Dad. That'll get him. And And... Are you really wondering why they're pushing so hard to take people's firearms away? This, look, this is not a nation in decline anymore. This is a nation that is crumbling before our eyes. And the people in power, I know, the ones that aren't running for re-election just want to spend more time with their families. No, they don't. They just we can't win, so why try? Uh, the people in power will go to any lengths to maintain power. This is this is what you need to understand. Look, every politician is a disingenuous dirtbag. I know I, I made a lot of enemies with that statement. No, I didn't. You all know it. And it doesn't matter the lengths they have to go to to keep the, 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 the gravy train with the biscuit wheels 
you know, chugging along. They don't care about you. The ones that lie well enough to convince you that they do get reelected. And then for three years and six months, you see that they do nothing but pretend to fight each other on, on the floor of Congress. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Now, there's a couple look like Kennedy. I love that old coot. Kennedy, if, if I, I, I'm not going to play it because I don't even think I can with uh, the advanced technology that we use to record this program. Uh, but look up Kennedy re- reading from uh, some books that were banned from certain school libraries. It's, uh, it'll open your eyes to, to, to the level of perversion that is being pumped into schools so that the next generation, if possible, is more hedonistic, perverted, and godless as the present one. CPI fuel oil, 68% CPI gasoline. I know not all of you use fuel oil, but for the most part, at least 95%, you do use gasoline. 73%. That means groceries will continue to go up in price because the delivery system by which the produce, the cereal, the milk, the eggs, the cheese, the meat that is brought to the store has gotten more expensive. They don't get teleported. It's not beam me up, Scotty. Somebody has to drive a truck to your local Piggly Wiggly and drop off some meat and cheese. And these people aren't going to eat a 73% increase in gasoline. So what do they do? They mark up the price. Some of them that, you know, don't want to stir the ire of the peasants, they just put less stuff in the same size box. But when you look at net weight, it's gone down by four or five ounces. Right now, a box of cereal, not the family size, but like a normal box of cereal is like a bowl and a half. And you're like, this, just why? Why even put it in a box? This is ridiculous. But this is what they have to do to cope because they're going to keep kicking the can down the road until it becomes an impossibility. A crash is coming. I know, American prophetic, hard, hard crash. It's not. It's it's just you know transitory. It's it's going to come and it's going to go and you're going to wave goodbye. Well, apparently it's not transitory. Isticky is going to be here. It's like super glue, and it's just getting worse. (laughs) The the, the thing I read it was hilarious. Uh, McDonald's is eliminating self-service free refills. Because apparently uh, their, their loss is so monumental from people getting an extra shot of uh, sugar water from the self-service that they're like, ah, we can't do this anymore. We're going we're gonna to be like Target. We're, because of shrinkage, we're going to report a loss in profits for Pete's sake. So, uh, yeah, but that was, uh, well, what did we start with? Oh, yes, uh, Pierre Delecto. No longer running for office. Uh, Like I said, I'm sure either it'll be an anchor on CNN, but he's got money though, so it's not. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's going to be 
anything having to do with like television uh, or contributorship. I, I think uh, he, he likes the titles. He's a man that is impressed uh, with his own uh, excellence. So it's probably going to be something working for the UN, you know, a peace ambassador. Ha, what peace? Ain't going to be no peace around here. Ain't going to be no peace. Uh, I see you don't even know that song because I just made it up. I should I, I I should probably grab my guitar, go off in the woods, record myself singing. Uh, uh, no, I'm not gonna cover the alien corpse in Mexico. Come on, grow up, kids, please. Uh, that's just it's stop. There's bigger fish to fry. I think uh, the closer we get to the next elections, I I, I think October is going to be very telling as far as the stock market and as far as the economy, because they can't, you you, you cannot continue kicking this can down the road much further. Something has to snap. Uh, Inflation is not under control. It's only going to get worse. And these people aren't looking for solutions. That's, that's, that's the thing that is troubling. Elected officials today are not looking for solutions to the problems that the average citizen has to deal with. They're looking for ways and means to retain their power. And more often than not, those two things are mutually exclusive. Because to help out the average citizen, you have to admit some very difficult truths. You have to admit that the welfare state has gotten out of hand. You have to admit that 300 million people paying taxes, and it's not 300 million, it's what, 140, 160? Cannot financially support the rest of the world. It's just not possible. And eventually those people that, that... that keep getting clobbered over the head with taxes upon taxes are going to throw their hands up in the air and go, nope, I quit. What's the point of me working, having blisters, when you take 50% of what I make, what I earn, and give it to somebody that's sitting in a basement in a wife beater playing video games all day? That's the mindset. Look, I, again, I, I, I don't want to be a stick in the mud. But everything we're looking at mm. does not bode well for the future. Uh, if uh, you were wondering if you were interested, if you needed something to look forward to, get ready, uh, because a charismatic prophetess claims that the Loch Ness Monster will soon be discovered. And once they discover the Loch Ness Monster, it will signal global economic collapse. Now, before we get into this, because I know you're thinking to yourself, this can't be, but it is. 
Her name is Prophetess Katie Souza. Uh, look, they've, they've, they've pretty much emptied out that lake. People have been trolling that lake and just, we are so gullible. It, it's, you know who's going to find the Loch Ness Monster? The Mexican alien. The Mexican alien is going to come back to life and go find the Loch Ness Monster. So just a, a logic question first, because I, again, I, what do you want me to say? This is, this is what it is. This, this is what, uh, you know, the, the prophetic movement of today uh, is, uh, is all about. Oh. If we have a global economic collapse before the Loch Ness Monster is discovered. Does that mean that it's not really the global economic collapse? Inquiring minds want to know. But this story is this. Prophetess Katie Souza, uh, whose bio says she was a career criminal most of her life, and that she was convicted of a number of felonies and sent to federal prison to serve almost 12 years. Ooh, I, you know, some, some things should make alarm bells go off. <laughs> really? So you were in federal prison for a number of felonies. And you served 12 years, but now uh, you're, you're the, the, the newest flavor of the prophetic on the scene. <sighs> After leaving prison, she wrote a bunch of books and founded Katie Susan Ministries. Because every single one of why Everybody likes to name their stuff after themselves. Why? Why, 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 why bring attention to yourself? Why try to make an idol of yourself? Every single one of them, Katie Souza Ministries, Benny Hinn Ministries, uh, Creflo Dollar Ministries, everyone. And, and, and here's Paul going, dude, I know you're of Paul, you're of Cephas, you're, stop, if you're not a Jesus, you're nothing. I, I wonder why Paul didn't make shirts with Paul Ministries. Oh, mercy. Well, anyway, there's, there's Katie Souza Ministries. And she now hosts a TV show called Healing Your Soul and Emptying Your Wallet. I, I added that last part. But there needed to be continuity to the sentence because it's just, just healing your soul. That's no fun, but healing your soul and emptying your wallet, where she practices and doles out healing miracles, prophecies, and teaches weird and wonky things like Christians can engage in time travel in the spirit. Well, to be honest... I thought I had one time, but it turned out to be a bad Taco Bell trip. I jest. You need a little humor in your life because all the stuff that's happening around you is just going to make you sad and miserable. So you're welcome. But yes, she time traveled in the spirit. Now, another question, because I'm curious about these things. I'm genuinely curious. When you time travel in the spirit, can you go talk to your younger self? Because if that is a possibility, then perhaps uh, prophetess Katie Souza should whisper to her 
you know, teenage self that she should start buying the coins of bit at 40 cents a pop or 8 cents a pop or whatever they were when they came out. Uh, that would have kept her out of federal prison for felonies, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe she would have gone on to commit bigger felonies. Who knows? <sighs> so now, five months ago, is when this prophecy, and again, if, if, this, if you call this a prophecy, then, then you deserve to be taken by Katie Souza Ministries for every penny you have. She prophesied that the Loch Ness Monster would be discovered, and that when it was discovered, it would be a sea sign of impending global economic collapse. Uh, well, what can I say other than uh, it is not smart business to get high on your own supply, Katie? Uh, I, I can't. I can't. This is where we are, though. I know you're thinking to yourself, boy. The deeper we dig, the greater the rising phoenix. At some point, you've dug so deep that there's uh, no room for the wingspan. So at that juncture, you're just free falling. I know. I'm again. I apologize for just keeping with the humor, but when you hear stories like these where uh, Jesse Duplantis, Jesse Duplantis uh, is on television bragging about going through, what, $500 million in the last few years. So this is a quote by him, verbatim. I, I thought I could save the world with $100 million, So I went to the throne of God. Did you see the Loch Ness Monster there? He said, what do you want, Jesse? Really? How? 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 How do people believe this? Honestly, how do people believe this? Moses hid his face. He could not bear to look upon. But here's Jesse just sauntering up to the throne room and God says, what do you want, Jesse? He didn't ask me what I need. He's never asked me what I need. You need to get saved, Jesse. You need to repent, Jesse. You need to humble yourself, Jesse. That would have been the message if it was really God, but no. What do you want? Never in my whole Christian life has God said, what do you need? Even though, I know who who reads the Bible anymore anyway. My God will provide my needs according to his riches and glory. Well, need, need, see that word between need and want. 
God will give you what you need. But apparently Jesse, he gets what he wants. I said, Lord, I need a million, $100 million. I said, I can touch the world for $100 million. He said, done. He gave me $100 million. Now, if you want to get Wall Street's attention, you've got to get $100 million. They ain't thinking about anything else. You hit that $100 million mark now, you're getting people's attention. So that's, that's how you get people's attention. It's not about preaching the gospel, healing the sick, or casting out demons anymore. It's about that hundred, hundred. You get that hundred million, and you get people's attention. Well, I ran out of money. How'd you do that, Jesse? Huh? Huh? How, how exactly do you run out of 100 million? So I went back to the throne. I said, Jesus, ooh, now Jesus was there too. He said, you need another hundred million? Why did, what, what is a hundred million? He said, nothing. It's one hundred million. He gave me another hundred million. I thought, I'm ready, Jesus. Woo! Go back a year and a half later. He said, you need another hundred million? I said, yes, sir. Gave it to me. He gave it. That's three hundred million. I was out of money in nine months on that one. Well, inflation, Jesse. We're, we're all hurting in our, in our own special way. It only took Jesse Duplantis to spend $100 million, about nine months to spend $100 million. You know, it's, every, everyone's hurting. That's the message. Everyone's hurting. <sighs> I'm standing there. He just leaned over and said, where did he lean over from? So now you're just, you're just, no wonder you're not making a go of it, Jesse. You're just, just bleeding money. You're in heaven all the time. You're just standing there. Give me another hundred million. I went five times. That's half a billion. He gave it to me. Well, congratulations, Jesse. Because you know what the good book says. You know he loves you when he gives you that hundred. If it ain't a hundred million, well, it ain't true love. Then I realized that ain't enough money to touch the world. Okay, and this is, this is the intelligence level of a man like Jesse Duplantis who apparently has bilked gullible people of half a billion dollars. Apple has just been diagnosed as a $3 trillion company. Diagnosed, you say? Is it an ailment? God... Okay, you people deserve it. I, I'm sorry, I, by you people, I mean the American church. The, the, the quintessential American church. You deserve it. If a guy like Jesse Duplantis could make three, what, $500 million off of you, saying that Apple has just been diagnosed as a $3 trillion company, uh... Yeah, you deserve it. Three trillion and they can't touch the world. They can't change the world. Neither can you, Jesse. You can't change the world. You've been at it for, what, 40, 50 years? And the world is worse off than ever? So shut up. Go, go sit on your golden toilet and think up of another scam.
I can't. I'm done. This, this is where we are. So from now on, honestly, whenever I get your emails about Rising Phoenix and what do you think about this prophetic voice saying America's on a comeback, you gave Jesse Duplantis $500 million. He spent it all. I guess he needs a, what, a trillion to change the world. Stop. Get on your knees and pray. Repent. Seek the face of God. Humble yourself. Because dark days are coming and you're not ready. And with that, thank you for listening. God bless you. God keep you. Hopefully we'll see you next week. By then my wife will have been a full-fledged citizen. <laughs> uh, until then, Gino, if you got anything to say, it's yours. Thank you, Mike. Well, the Word of God says it all. And the Bible says, beware of false prophets. You know, beware of them. And we can definitely see that people that fleece the flock to get rich don't have Christ's heart in mind. A half a billion dollars and bragging about it. And I'm amazed at how many people follow the false prophets. How many follow the true men and women of God that say repent for the kingdom of God is at hand? Live clean. Live a holy life. Consecrate yourself. I don't see those people getting popular in the U.S. People that fleece the flock, get rich, want Mercedes, Benz, and mansions. And I happen to work with a man of God who didn't get rich, Demetri Dudamit, and Michael. Traveled with Michael 18 and a half years. Let me tell you what, it wasn't first. We went over, we took flights that were white knuckle flights to take the gospel around the U.S. And to travel, not with a, you know, Versace uh, outfit, but in clothes that you would buy at St. Vincent de Paul. Yet, I've never heard anointed preaching hardly ever in the U.S. like these brothers, you know, share the word of God no matter how the fallout is. And I say follow Christ and beware that we are entering tough water, rough days. Get your house in order, live clean, live holy. Follow people, don't follow them, but listen to people that really know the word of God and preach the truth because there's a lot of scammers out there, and all they want is fame and money, and they want kind of the limelight. Thank you so much for listening to the Light of Truth radio broadcast. Again, we thank you for tuning in each week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are all these.